Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's good? Man, so it's technically week what? 11? Man, it's episode, it? man, fuck the week, man. It's episode 11. Episode 11, Matter of Opinion Podcast, Vin Fuego, Fuego Thong, Bay Street's motherfucking own sin here with my brother, Mr. Corey Trapper himself. Yes, sir. I had to introduce him, man. You know, he he's handling business right now. He, he He's a busy guy, man. You know what I'm saying? Man of many hats. Pause. You know what I mean? So, um, Matter of Opinion Podcast at gmail.com. That's a fact. For questions, comments, and concerns. You got some motherfucking uh, things you want to talk about with us? Holla. Or you can yeah. always follow my brother on Instagram and shit. Corey underscore trapping. And if y'all niggas uh, hear us talking out of, you know what I mean? We be, we be a little lit on this yeah. show. So we be misspeaking sometimes. You know what I'm talking about? Saying the, the wrong days and the wrong dates and shit, the wrong episodes. So if y'all 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 tuning in, y'all correct this. You know what I mean? So apparently I've been tweaking, is what he's trying to say. It's both of us though. We both contribute to the tweaking. I definitely been tweaking. Because them Bel Air bottles be popping. Oh my god! Shout out to Luke Bel Air, man. Shout out to Rose, man. I'll be in Miami in two weeks, man. Somebody yo yo tell Khaled or something, man. I need I need a good table that finger licking. You heard? I mean, I heard the food is delicious, delectable, delectable, or whatever they call my, that my, shit. My bro, bro, what is these called? Oh, yeah, man. Shout out to um, K-Love, man. 585 shit, man. You know, um, nigga had to take that and splash that, man. Them freak holes, man. Put that, sh- put that shit on there. You know what I'm saying? That freak yeah, hole. That thing yeah, changed man. me crazy. Shout out to my crazy. little nephew watching me on this uh, live. You ugly as a bitch, boy. But, uh, yeah, we, let's get right into it. You know what I'm saying? First, we got to pop a block, pop a bottle. So I paid the full. Now I'm up in Blockbuster. That's 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 quotables from Cameron Giles, people. Uh, Dipset will be in Rochester, New York, June 22nd, and I will be there. And uh, partner, partner, mess. It's, it's just ballet. It's just ballet. Hey yo, Cam was. I, I mean, I hate to start the episode off like this. Go ahead. But you just mentioned Dipset. So I'm like, I was just watching Cam live like the other day, and the nigga was talking about um. White people not using washcloths. I never, I never knew. I never knew. You know what I'm saying? That was a thing. Hey, yo! Shout out to my nigga Killer. He's a funny guy. But now, um, I'm gonna agree with you. But I'm also gonna shout out all my white allies (laughs) and all my white friends that do use washcloths. I'm not saying there's something wrong with it, but basically, what my brother said is a big percentage of. Caucasians do not use washcloths. We're not saying they don't wash their ass. Yeah, they, they take showers. They was they just use the, like the bar of soap, I guess, in the hands. Or the hand. Or a or a loofah. A loofah, yeah, loofah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is crazy, bro. So this week in hip hop, we're just going we're gonna start it off. Hold on. The Met Gala. That's just music, pop culture news. The Met Gala. With for those who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, the Met Gala is some big shit that takes place in New York City with a bunch of rich actors, actresses, models, singers, rappers. You know what I'm saying? This, it hap- happens at the, what is it called? The Metropolitan Opera House. Yeah, yeah. It's like some art. You know what I'm saying? Some artsy, artsy type of shit or whatever. Something rich niggas do. I don't know. But um, Everybody was going crazy when they seen the Nicki and Cardi B photos and the conversations and shit like that. You know, um, she basically was just saying, Nick was just saying like, yo, I don't want people to think it's a, a real beef between me and Cardi. It's never a beef. I, I'm actually a fan of hers as she's a fan of mine. And that's basically it. You know what I'm saying? Me and her talked before this and after this. It's no beef. You know what I'm saying? So I had to congratulate her personally on her pregnancy and everything that she's doing so i respect that shout out to queen that's some queen shit right there man so shout out to queens man Nicki minaj man shout out to her man i fucks with her man i've been a fan man it's 06 shit man it's a fact yeah them costumes is crazy yeah that's crazy they had a whole the whole little like catholic like theme going i see rihanna had like the pope outfit is there yeah. anyone better than rihanna in music no. right now pretty much not in this universe no, no, no. you're right you know what I mean? Right. I, I, I'm just like, like Beyonce's pretty, but Rihanna's just bad. She got that sex appeal and all that. That edginess, super, you know that saying? raw, that raw. You know what I mean? It might be the she might her melanin might always be glowing like that. Not only is she Bayesian, but she smoke a lot of weed. 
Yeah, we opens the pores, man. Look at my man. He smoke weed. His nigga skin is Who like told baby. You Who told you? That? Hey, man. It smells like weed. <laughs> Who telling him? Nah, but um, yeah, it keeps you. It keeps you with that glow. Keeps him with that glow. Yeah, you know I mean, um, few things, man. I know we over it, but I'm not over it. Again, shout to my nigga Meek motherfucking Mill. Oh Meek, yeah, man. this is week two. We only been home two weeks. He done did fucking the Lester Holt shit. He done did CBS in the morning. Damn. With Gail, that's Oprah friend and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The nigga did High 97. Breakfast Club. That's the one I see. And seen. the Breakfast Club. That's the only one I did. See. And he did Angie. Oh, okay. He did all three of them. You know, so, you know, shout out Big Mel, man. He's definitely out here trying to be an activist and doing his just do. You know what I'm saying? Uh Fighting for this unjust system. As he said, he has seven lawyers. So just imagine the people that is working with a PD with no with no paper, you mm. know what I'm saying, who's wrongfully accused and in jail for things that they didn't necessarily even involve themselves with, man. So, you know, I, I just really appreciate what he's doing. And you could see the maturity right. in the interviews. Like, That's I don't know what fun. interview you've seen, but in each one of them. The breakfast level. You can you definitely can see you the see maturity. The yeah. You know what I mean? Even he was just real eager to talk, you know what I'm saying? Right. More more so than usual, it seemed like. And even when uh Envy was like, you know, okay, uh Meat Mill gotta go. He was like, nah, I ain't gotta go, I'm loving this. Like, you know what I'm right, you know what I'm saying? And then uh what's was what shocked me was, you know, um the 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 hell if everybody that doesn't know, the white guy with the helicopter is the owner of the Sixers. Right. Which has been Meeks Mill's friend for oh, like the past four or five years. In the story when they talk about getting picked up by the helicopter, yeah. that's who he was talking Mike. about. Yeah, the nigga that actually owns it. And he said he, he just happened to meet him at a at an all-star weekend and everybody taking pictures. And he, he said he leaned over like, well, uh, who are you? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm Meek Mill. I rap. Right, right, right. And ever since then, it's just been a friendship. He goes to his house and play with his kids and yeah. vice versa and shit like that. And I think that's just really dope that somebody that's so... That basically got has everything. It's just so cool. I'm still called Meek Mill regular. He just a nigga that from the hood that made it with a few extra dollars. Right though. You know what I'm saying? So I really appreciate that. So when people say white people don't care and all that other shit, it that, that's that's maybe the the Caucasian people that you ran into. But a lot of <clears throat> a lot of uh, a lot of the light that was shined on it was from these people in these powerful positions. You Facts. Know? You know uh, what he said? Hove paid the seven million in lawyer fees. Mm, you know what I'm saying? People right. at Rock Nation, that's that's real right there, bro. That's like really real. That's you know really what I'm saying. Real. Yeah, in fact, bro, and um, for black people to get to where we are today, we wouldn't have been able to make it this far without no white allies that's along the way. You know what I mean? That's so a fact, man. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Bernie Sanders, nigga. He been doing this shit since the fucking Martin Luther King era. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Fighting for equality. What is this called? Freak hoes? Freak hoes. Shout out to my nigga Kenny, man. You know what I'm saying? He delivered them shits to you. You heard? Freak ho. Oh, got the gummy bears at the bottom and all that? Listen, man. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, they got man, the gummy bears wild. and all that, man. This nigga wild. Freak ho. Yeah, man. Um. So can I, can I, can I just, you know what I mean, slide off topic, pause? What up? Is future the best hyped up rapper there is out? Hyped up rapper. Like when, when when people say, you know, people say trap rapper. I don't consider future a trap rapper. I think it was definitely a trap rapper. I consider future as future. I look at future the as trap. like a like an entertainer. I don't put him nah, in that box. Nah. Future is like Exactly like his name, Futuristic. Future came up out the trap. He did, but that's not his lane. That's his, still his, his lane. lane when you, that's still his lane. That's because niggas that's in the trap listen to that. I don't, I don't, when, when people say trap rap, I think of T.I., Jeezy, old school Gucci trap. Man. But that's how old school but trap. How old school is it? 2003. Well, you, we, was more than 10 years ago. Was that That's old 15 school. years ago. That's 15 years ago. How was that old school? Because with the where we are in music, even just period, the era that we live in, things progress. They you know, evolve you know, fast. Because you know, you know, you know future's our age. So when niggas say old school, I'm like, 
can't be too old. He's my fucking. No, name. that's what I'm saying. Future's not old school trap. Future is more the modern trap. Ti Jeezy is more the old school trap. You gotta think, bro. Music and entertainment they progress and evolve very rapidly. Right, but you know what you, I'm but you can't take one thing and say it's trap rap, and then something that sounds nothing like the traditional trap rap. Yeah, you can. And say yo, this is trap rap. Now I think this is just rap that niggas listen to in the trap. Look, look at all of the look at all the genres of rock and roll. You got soft rock, you got heavy metal, you got alternative, you got adult contemporary. Like these all came from just rock and roll. You feel me? And they just branched off, just like with trap. The trap music we got today is nothing like Ti's trap music of what 1999, 2001 era. You feel me? Like totally different. I think. I understand what you're saying, but to me personally, T.I. is the most underrated musician in that genre. You think you don't think he get his kudos? No, not enough. What? Not enough. And And I'm somebody that it took me two years to actually like this guy. The minute I said, like, I, I, it was, I was warming up to him, Pauls, heard of him at the end of 2010, the Tony Montana shit. Wasn't a fan We talking about it. Future, not T.I. Now. Future. Okay, 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 okay. Wasn't a fan of it. Then I'm one of them niggas. Every time I hear an artist I like on a remix, that makes me want to pay more attention to the artist whose song it is. So I heard okay. French Montana and Drake on that Tony Montana, the remix. So right, I'm like, well, right, damn. Right. Let me go and listen to this dude. So, um. I used to spend a lot of time out in Ithaca. Shout to Ithaca, Cornell, Mass Cash out there. You heard? But anyway, um, so I started listening to that future. Uh, what was it? Pluto, the first album. Yeah. And that shit has some bangers on it. Yeah. Uh, the, Trap bangers. One of my favorite songs is called Parachute with R. Kelly. Oh, and no, Homicide no. with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, like. That's when uh, who was doing all of his beats that uh, uh, was it Nar and B? Yeah, Nar and B and that other kid I forgot his name. Um, I don't know, but um, Future man, like Son is like really ill. He's man. like the future trap. He's like, He's like very future futuristic, and and his pen game is serious too. Shout out to Rihanna. He got two number ones for her. So I just put it to you like that, and. Two number ones for Khaled. Keys with Hove. Let's talk and about this that last shit. one. Why every time he hook up with Hove, it's some just like simplistic ass, repetitive ass hook. I got the keys, keys, keys. I got the keys, keys, keys. Uh-huh. I try to do it on my roof. What is that? I try to chop up my Maybach. I got to move up. Like it's just like so lackluster. Like to me personally, I don't think he'd be really wanting to do the songs with Hove. I think that on the strength of Khaled, more so, he be doing them shits. I think he wants to do them, one, because he's a musician. Two, it's going to be big because I got Hove on it. And I don't think I, I think that just be the zone that he be in because you got to think about Future and Jay-Z. I can't go in this booth and make this crazy ass, <clears throat> this crazy ass, Hook that might nine times out of ten doesn't have anything to do with this. So I'm gonna keep it plain and simple mm. and put my shit on it because mm. you don't wanna <clears throat> I ain't gonna say overshadow hoes because you ain't gonna overshadow them, but you don't wanna remix the song too much. So you it just, sounds like a future song. You don't want you don't want it to sound like a future song featuring hoes. Yeah, you want it to sound like this is Hove's song, but I put my twist on it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's what, but I had to bring that up because I've been thinking about that shit, oh, you know what I mean, a while. I'm like, yo, like Future, he don't really be on like no interviews or nothing like that going too crazy. But some really got some shit out here in this world that I think is um worth motherfuckers listening to, man. Um, and Anticipation. That's a big word. And I ain't talking about the Trey songs, uh, you know, R&B series of mixtapes, people. I'm talking about I'm in anticipation for what I believe is going to be a big album. All right. For who? Who are we talking about? Now, when I twist this hat towards the camera, you're going to see 
I'm from Harlem, but uh, shout to the Bronx. Who are we talking about? We, we too many hints. Tell the people who we talking about. Niggas dropping hints and shit. Blue is clues and shit. We talking about Remy Ma. Oh, I didn't seven see winners in six summers. I didn't see that coming. This nigga don't got me on his live, y'all. That's bullshit. He, he hog in the cam. He hog in the live. Can't turn we, it to the side, man. Yeah, how, how, we, how we do that, man? I don't know. Turn it to the we side. We gonna do man. that like that, man. Yeah. Let me get some of that live truth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck it. There we go. We, we keep that like that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But I'm like, Remy Ma, someone who's still has not got her just due. If you ask me, she's getting money. She's not in prison. Definitely not in prison anymore. I think she's a bigger star now than she was when um that she is. Before um that she is. She went home. She really is. I mean, before saying. she got she went um, up. But only thing I'm gonna say is, man, I just don't want to be disappointed. What you mean? Because you, let's be real here. Remy Ma came home in uh, September or August of 2014, right? Um, which people, I got some exclusive footage from from that concert when she came out here too. Nobody got it. And I know that for a fact because I was the only video nigga there. But anyway. She had a mixtape with um, Pelly Pelly sponsored her mixtape. Really? It was called I'm Around. See, this? I, I'm on the music, baby, especially when it comes to Remy. It was trash. Okay, okay. I see. I'm glad I missed out on that. It was trash, people. She had uh, maybe three songs on there that was crazy. Mm. The rest was like, damn, Rem. Yeah, Remy Martin is usually hit or miss to me. But then, and, but then on the comeback, she started murdering shit. So you're like, okay, okay. We can see what, where it's going. You know, and uh, this is a great segue, like my man Corey would say, because I can't say one without the other. So I went down memory lane last week. I started going on YouTube to all them smack DVDs. Man. And just re- remember how I really started liking Pat Poos. Oh, okay, okay. Like, okay. Pat is like a different type of rapper. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, anybody that's listening, watching, whatever, go online, enter in Pat Poo Smack. He was, since the beginning as well, just as uh, just as well as, like, Cam and them was a big part of that shit, so was Pat. Every episode, he was hitting you with something. It was freestyling on some, on somebody else's beat a lot of times, but he also had his own shit. And, um... That nigga's like really nice, man. Nah, that, he, he's crazy lyrical. Well, I just seen a um a freestyle he just did on uh, Hotline Seven with Ebro up there. He was, you know what I mean, talking that shit. And Pat was like one of them niggas. Like, if you're not a rapper, you don't really want to be in the vicinity when it's time to, you know what I mean, spit bars or being a cipher. So if you're not a real rapper, like you probably just want to get out of the room because he the type of nigga that'll talk about. Your type of artist, like corny niggas and nigga, you know what I mean? He gonna talk about that shit that the other niggas is, uh, is, is afraid to address. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the drug culture, as far as like pill popping and all that, he gonna address that. He gonna address niggas' clothes being too tight. You know what I'm saying? He gonna address rappers not wanting to rap. Cause um, Sway be mad about that a lot too. Right. Niggas go up and Sway in the morning and they telling niggas before the interview start, like, yo. Don't ask me to rap, like, you know what I mean? That five fingers of death shit is a dub, like, you know what I mean? So when you get That's a real cool. MC, when you get a real MC up there, you know what I mean? You'll appreciate that. So shout out to fucking, oh, yo, F, we need you, baby, tomorrow. I'm going to hit you as soon as we get done with this, man. We need you, man. That F, we on Fuego, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we here. I mean, tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Real you niggas back in style. Top shot is back in style, nigga. But, um... That leads me to uh, another freestyle. I don't know if anybody familiar with who Mickey Fax is. Oh, yeah. Mickey Fax been putting out for me. Yeah. Long time. Um, New York City rapper. He he rhymed. Uh, that had to be like three weeks ago on Flex. Murder bars. You hear what I'm saying? Murder. Murder. And what he was talking about was because, you know, he's married. He was talking about marriage and investing and IRAs and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And it probably went over a lot of people's heads. I, excuse me, I actually had to look at the shit twice, you know what I'm saying, to um actually 
you know how you listen to a song like, all right, what he said was hot, but you right. don't really know the meaning behind it. So I'm like, oh shit, this nigga's just talking about like investing and Roth accounts and IRAs right. and shit like that. You know, shit that niggas that's 30 and above should be thinking about. Oh, fact. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. You know, so long. That's where I'm at, man. You know, shout to Snacks, too. I am Snacks Music on Instagram, man. He from Rochester, but he, um, he's out in Toronto and shit. That's where he uh, resides at, man. So shout to my nigga Snacks. Man. Hey, yo, you know who we want to take the time to shout out? Um, Ness on the Beat. Rochester native. Produced for A Boogie. A Boogie. Kodak Black. Mm-hmm. PNB Rock. Just mm-hmm. to name a few. Just got a platinum plaque for um working with Drake. On that uh that uh KMT. You know what I mean? So this shouts out to Sunny in college too. That's a fact. Making man. sure he's staying, you know what I mean? Getting that education and yeah, all that. And getting a fucking bag. What they paying niggas for beats nowadays? I don't know. I think that back end is crazy. I think that's how a lot of niggas is doing it. I seen an interview with um Southside and um one of the mother niggas from Atlanta. Oh, Young Metro. Okay. And they were saying they don't be charging niggas up front for beats. You know what I'm saying? They'd rather get that back end, that royalty money. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I guess the other way is kind of an old school old school way of doing things. It'll get you out of the way. Right. It'll get you out of the way real quick type of move. And if you're working with a few uh, artists like Future or Young Thug or any of these niggas, you know the song going to do numbers. You know and, they, and you know what? And also, it ain't like you're doing one song. So somebody's probably giving you a check. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know. Quick twenty. You know. To make some beats. I I don't make I'm not an instrumental making motherfucker, but uh I'll take that twenty. I'm gonna take that. Nah, that's a whole fact. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a hustler though. I'll buy a beat a bitch beat for five racks and resell it for twenty. You know what I mean? Put my name on that thing on my diddy on my diddy shit. You know. But um Oh, speaking of Diddy, his son. Which one? Um, King Combs or um, the one Justin? that looked like him? Yeah, King Combs. He got a new song out with Chris Brown. Well, and that's what I wanted. Nah, I not want to talk about. What the song been out for like seven months. It's been out for that long. Yes, I didn't hear it too. I just heard it on the radio. Yeah, radio like the ago. radio was late. You know, shout out to where we at. We in Rochester, New York, so the spins don't get crazy until until the payola starts. Mm. You see how that shit go? You know what I'm saying? But mm. I heard it. Through, uh, I seen him in Bass Swag. That's uh, Bass Swag is an artist from Queens. That's Slow Bucks' nephew. Okay, a little nigga be flexing. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to um, Bass Swag and shit. Him and Beach Boy got a song together and shit too. But he started running with uh, King Combs, and um, I heard it on his shit. I'm gonna say maybe like January or something like that. And I'm like, damn. In my head, all I'm all I heard was Chris Brown part though. Mm. In the beats, I'm like, man. What the fuck is Puffy up to? You know he's the king of the remix. Right, right, right. He will right, take right. your shit and make all type of chicken off of it. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I heard and I'm like, yo, that shit is fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually like King Combs, man. I like the young boy flow. It's, it's reminiscent of some like Mace Loon type. Right. Easy laid back flow for the ladies. You mix know what mix mean? with a little bit of puff, Paul. Truth. <laughs> You know definitely got the puff. Definitely he definitely got, the puff. got his pops, you know what I'm saying, like, in him. Like, and what I like about him, it seems like he embraces it. Yeah. Some people try to run away from that, like, you know what I mean, filling their pop shoes or anything. Like, motherfuckers say you look like your dad so much, he's like, nah, I want to stay away from that. But it seems like he embraced that. Right. Try to be more like his pops. Definitely. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? I'm going to shout out every all the five or six people that was <laughs> looking at this shit, you know what I'm saying? Don't worry. I know what y'all want to see though. Next week, y'all want to see some naked bitches on here. <laughs> that's, that's what we got to have up. That's what we got to have up in this room. Yeah. Well, shout out to my nigga. You know what I'm saying? She may remain nameless right now. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to put a business out there, but we're going to get her up here. My nigga Zan Marino, listen, I have to link with you ASAP, bro. That's shout out to Zan Marino, man. Zan, what up? Trap gang Trap shit. gang shit. You know, shout out to us, Spark Jetson. Trap gang buddy. You know what I'm saying? Ape Rich, good niggas over there at that camp, man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's a whole fuck. And for all you niggas that's buying houses, man, if y'all holler at my man Zan to get your roof right, nigga, you ain't right. This nigga Zan keep, doing roofs? Keep that money in the hood. You heard what I'm saying? Hey, man, that, 
That nigga's a trapper of all trappers, nah, man. Though. That nigga the real. Trapper. Hey, that nigga's a trapper of all trappers. You know what I'm saying? Shouting shingles out this Definitely day. had to shout my nigga Corey out, you know. What up, though? Yeah, yeah. bro, we, we, we definitely got to get with you, too, man, because um, some shit happened with the hard drive. Pause. Get my man Corey trapping out here. Let you know I me mean? let him catch the catch the catch catch the wave, man. You yeah, know? man. Tell a friend to tell man, a friend. What up? Yeah, yeah, man. We today we we don't even got no topics today, really. I think we freestyling. Basically, I had two notes and I wrote them since when I walked up here. Yeah, I had some. I walked upstairs. Nah, I don't. I don't know, man. Um, shout to Luke Bellet, man. You know, that's all I'm gonna keep saying. You know, but um. Back to Meek though, he said he in a good space as far as Drake. You know what I'm saying? He um appreciated the shout out from him. Right. You know what I'm saying? He just want he said he want positive energy out there in everybody's direction. You know what I'm So shout out to that man and where he at. I don't necessarily want to hear no Drake and Meek Mill songs. I don't think well. I don't think we'll hear that for another year or so. At, at least a year, I hope. Okay. I ain't looking forward to it. But you know, I was looking at uh, they have some R double uh. Certifications and shit like that that went up a little while ago, and and, and that single with Drake went. The old shit or the new shit? You talking about Rico? Yeah, Rico. Oh yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah. And but it just went. It just went. Damn, that shit been out since what? Two thousand fifteen. Fifteen. But you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. That wasn't Meek's best album. That wasn't Meek's best album to me. To me. Meek's best album? I think that was a strong seven and a half. The matter of opinion, people. That's 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 Corey talking. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What was that? DC that was a DC4. What was that? Um What was the shit before DC4, y'all? That was the shit what that we told about. Yeah, I know. It was Dreams a name, not, not not Dreams of Nightmares. It was called uh what the fuck was it called? I don't fucking know. But I get that shit a strong seven because he has some shit with uh, Tory Lanez on it. I was fire. You know what I'm saying? He, he has some mind. I think DC me, to me DC four was better than wins and losses. That's just his me. wins and losses. His latest, latest shit. The one that came out before last he, year, right before he went up. Mm-hmm. Dreams and losses. Hard. That shit was I, hard. He had that, that saved me is probably one of his best songs ever recorded because it put him in a whole different like. To who? Like, what do you mean to who? To who was that song one of his best songs? To bro? everybody, because he never did nothing like that before. Meek Mill never you know sang. A lot of people were remixing that. A lot of people did love that, that shit. That me was like, it was needed at the time. You know you always get that pain from Meek Mill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. But that song right there, like, one of his best songs, hand down. That's hands a fact. Down. Hey, yo, shout out to everybody that's looking, tuning in, man. Dreams worth more than nightmares. Okay, yeah, that, that shit was decent. That shit was decent. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. So anybody that's looking, what's the best Meek Mill album that came out, in your opinion? That's hard to say. I would have to, like, merge two. I probably went, damn. Because music is so subjective, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like you said, it's all an opinion, you know what I mean? But if you ask me, it would be DC4 and it would be wins and losses. DC4 definitely be. What about DC3, though? Didn't it have an intro on it? You talking about DC three? DC three? Did it have? No, no, the mixtapes. Those not albums. Those not count. Can't count those. Nah, I'm talking albums. Street mix albums. albums. The mixtapes okay, was okay, okay, fire. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the mixtapes was fire. Okay, with DC four and wins and losses. Yeah, that's what I, that's that's my thing. So we're okay, the same okay, thing. Right, you know yeah, I, I just say that fucking um uh, uh DC four was way better than wins and losses because remember he was coming off the whole I'm still with Nikki. But niggas think I wasn't going to stab at him in 50. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? And he came with pain. That shit with him and Don Q. Woo! Yeah, that was crazy. Woo! I started liking the shit better after he broke up with Nikki, though. I think that's when he kind of like started to take I, off. I, you know what? Because when he was with her, a lot of the subject matter was about her. About having the baddest bitch. It was more like kind of bullshit subject matter. When he got... When, when he, when when he, I'm going to say bullshit to... To everybody besides him, because yeah, you gotta you gotta look. It was a video when he had the braids and all that. Yeah, first came out. I know you seen it. Mm-hmm. Stressing like what he gonna do when he get on on the bitch he gonna fuck with, mm-hmm. and for a nigga to get that six years later, seven years later, it's like now nah, that's real shit. That's just like Amari Stoudemire. Me and my man was talking about. Shout out to my man David, man down at a uh, one hundred four WDKX, man. If you need advertisers, man. Hit up my boy David and shit like that. He got good package deals down there. But talking to him this morning about Amari Stoudemire. 
Amari Stoudemire, uh, he was in high school doing workouts and shit like that. And he was interviewing him like, yo, so what, who do you want to play for? Mm-hmm. What team do you actually want to play for? This was before he even got drafted. He said New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Where he wound up at 10 years after that, New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you speak shit into existence, nine times out of 10, it will happen as long as you stay on course. Just, there's a few bumps along the road, but as long as you stay on course, man, you should always be good. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a fact. Yeah, man. The first time I said I was going to cop, Nah, I'm fucking hot. <laughs> I have to say, whoa, I'm out of here, people. My <laughs> man's going insane. I'm gone. Once he started talking, like, I'm out of here, man. I can't do that shit, man. Yeah, man, let's, let's, yeah, let's switch it up. Let's hey. switch it up, man. <laughs> hey, yo, nah, but speaking of that, do I see a commercial with the nigga Steph Curry? When he was like a little, little boy on some Burger, Burger King commercial, I think, mm-hmm. with his dad. And he was like, what you going to do when you grow up? And he was like, being the NBA and all that shit. So, yeah. What's the, the, that? Excuse me. That's like the inevitable for most kids who got NBA fathers that actually get busy, though. Yeah, you gotta be. A you gotta get busy. Like Dale Curry was a starter. Everyone knows him for yeah, yeah. fucking starter. You know what I'm saying? That's just like a the Walton kid. Mm, Walmart. Walton. Nah, nah, Luke Walton. Oh, okay. Know okay. who his pops is? Um, what the fuck is the nigga name? The tall nigga, B. He was nice. He used to play for the Bucks. He played with Kareem. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So niggas looking at Pops. Yo, was Luke going to be like that? Luke was like that in college. But he wasn't like that when he got to the league. Uh-huh. But he wound up being the fucking coach for the Lakers. That's the Lakers coach right now still to this day. What, for the oh, last, man. what, three years? Luke And Luke Walton is pretty young, man. He's not Bro. even like, yeah, that nigga's like my age. Damn. I'm 35 and Martin in two months. Now, so. would you rather be a star player or would you rather be the coach? I would love to be a star player because the too much the coach, just like you see how what they did to um Toronto coach. Were they fired about to fire the nigga? Fuck about. They got that nigga up out of there. Damn. Would you thought they was going to get rid of DeRozan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the blame. You gotta blame somebody. And it oh, it's always like that, even with um Dan Tony. Mike D'Antoni used to coach for the Knicks. Niggas got him the fuck up out of here. Now who he coached for? Like, um, the Rockets, I think? I heard one coach one say... One of them, I don't know. I'm not sure, but he, 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 he hit the team he has now is successful. You know I, heard, I heard one coach say, and this summed it up perfectly, like, um, the coach is like, all the wins are the players, but all the losses are mine. You know what I'm saying? So when they win, the players get all the glory. Like, you feel me? But when they lose, like, that shit got to fall on somebody. And that usually be the coach. It's, it's usually the coach. Shit, LeBron ain't gonna get cut. Oh, niggas nah. losing. LeBron cutting niggas. I'm telling you, <laughs> that nigga LeBron is the GM already. That's a fact. That niggas better go look that shit up, man. Yo. That nigga is the GM. Just like um, kind of like AI. Remember when the um the Sixers had got new owners, and they basically were telling AI, "Yo, you want us to get Larry Brown up out of here?" Got Larry Brown ass up out of this. <laughs> and we we talking sports, people, you know what I'm saying, real quick, man. Cause today, man, you know, we just came in here, man. Happy to see my boy, man. We on Bel Air, man. We just happy to be here, you know. You, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, let's talk about something, man. What up? Let's talk about the bullshit that goes on in this music industry, right? Um, there was a dude, there's a dude named uh Gunner. Gunner, he fuck with YSL, young thug and them. Oh, like he kinda yeah, I know what you're talking about. Gunner. Chubby nigga he got braids and right. yeah, yeah, Um yeah. I went to A3C last year and in Atlanta, which is fire by the way. The nigga got on stage, they like, yo, you know, this YSL gunner, woo 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 woo. The nigga started rhyming and me and my man oh, shout out to Osama, happy brim day. Um the nigga just got us, like captivated me, pause. Mm. And I'm like, damn, this nigga, they got fire going. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Fast forward now, mind you, he was in jean jacket, few little jewels on, regular. Nigga, now the nigga got the tightest pants on to, and they got knickerbockers on and shit, choked. What's up with niggas with these choke chains, B? Fat. Is that a trend? I don't know what kind of trend that is. It's, 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 it's the new shit. You For think who? niggas. For the youth, listen, you already know since the fucking 50s, my nigga, when motherfuckers started doing the twist, 
And their parents were saying, oh, what are these kids getting into? You know what I mean? Like, that shit was risque back then. And shout out to, shout out to uh, what's that? Who's, who, did, who, who made that? Chuck Berry? Or is that motherfucking uh, Chubby Checker? Chubby Checker. It was Chubby Checker. The black, Chubby, black niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck Berry was black too, man. You know what I'm saying? That nigga, we, we talking about the innovators of rock and roll, but we ain't even going to get into that shit. But, but you know what I mean? That, was, that shit was edgy. Yeah. So every new generation, the kids, the youth want to do something that's total opposite of what the generation before them did. Is that? So they like, you niggas, you niggas that came up in the dip set era. You niggas that came up in the G in the air want to wear big chains and shit. Nah, nigga, we going to rock the, the, the chokers, nigga. Diamond out, nigga. I think that's a regional thing. Nah, nope. Nope. Now I see niggas, Any I niggas, see niggas with out here. Any niggas with guap with enough to afford. I see New York niggas, New Jersey niggas. Niggas Ooh, is rocking. What, what big rapper you see do that besides Fatty Wap? Ain't very many big rappers. Oh, A Boogie got chokers. Don Q got chokers. Uh, Dave E got chokers. Like that's the new shit. Like that's what that's what the Jews them niggas got. Them, them niggas with. got little chains. Them niggas These got niggas them got them chokers. B. They got them, them. What is them? Cuban chokers. Them niggas got them them shit too, is B. terrible. I'm getting one. I'm getting one. If my money get up within the next five years, nigga, I'm getting one. Nigga. And, I, and I support you for. And I'm winning you know, to the show, nigga. You know what I mean? I support my brother for you know doing whatever his mind sets him to. I think that shit is to stop niggas from getting their chain snatched. That, I think it's- that shit's so short. Like, the time a nigga like move your hands from my head, like you're not gonna grab this thing. You can't snatch this shit. First nigga had the big, Biggie Smalls Cuban. You know what I mean? Like you can talk this shit. Like the Cuban I had. Like if a nigga wanted to, could have ran, rat, yat my shit. They would have had to try hard because right. shit was big, Paul. But I don't know, man. Just just I like agree. I was talking about them on um, them. Satchels, Merces, Fanny Packs. I'm rocking a Fanny Pack. I rock it over my shoulder, though. I ain't going to wear it actually on my waist. Why not, though? Just That's what it's it. made for. You got to put the quarters in there, nigga, at the arcade. I want to like, look like nobody's grandfather and shit. I'm going to rock think, it over the shoulder. You right? I think some of the fashion sense. Now, I'm going to say this with a disclaimer. This is hip-hop. This is all a form of um, with the expression. Right. It's how you express yourself, you know what I'm saying? And everybody has the right to it. But this is also a matter of opinion. So I'm going to tell you me. I'm mad because most jeans now, nigga, look tight. I wear 44. These shit's hug. I've, and I've got jeans that's tighter than this. And that's not by choice. It's like, yo, when you go in the store, if you, not, if you, if you smaller, if you bigger than a size 38... You ain't got no choices, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't make that many Levi's. Why, why would you want your jeans to be on some baggy shit? Like, those is... Not baggy, like, relaxed. Like, these is the most relaxed fitted jeans that I've probably brought in a while. So, you like the more slim fit. I just like my shit. Because I'm going to wear a belt anyway. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm like, damn, like, yo, some of these shits be crazy, son. Like, you got to sit down and pull your pants leg off. Ain't no more, you know what I mean? You remember back in the day, you know, you got your Tim's over the, your, your jeans over the Tim, you kick right, the Tim right, 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 the right. jeans, be, nah, these shits is going to roll up. Nah, that's a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? These shits ain't going nowhere when you take your Tim's off. These shits ain't dragging on the ground. No, nothing. So I'm just talking to the, you know, the, the, the designers and shit like that. Like, yo, man, y'all niggas got to make something for the big brothers. I'm not on Gucci, man. Like, yo, I had to get slim so I could wear a size 36 so he could start wearing all the designer shit. Man, fuck that. <laughs> nigga, make something for me, man. You know they bringing Baggy back, though. Now, when you say Baggy, are you talking that crazy shit? Or are you talking about... that Rocky wearing this shit. I mean, even on the runway. Well, you know we're what? not even going to bring up my son, Rocky. Harlem. You see, 50 was getting on him, too. I said, You no, see, 50 Rocky, was getting on him. But ASAP came back. That nigga said you were Nietzsche wearing academics. But he spelled it all wrong. Well, he spelled Nietzsche wrong? He spelled everything wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because you know they was clowning and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, yo, what, what the fuck? Be like a check, my nigga. Like, but you know, Rocky came out always saying that. Like, he was, he was a fashion guy. So I respect it. Young nigga, again, expressing themselves. But some of the shit just be like a pause for me. Be like. Yo, what the fuck is up with those shoes you got on? So I'm not feeling the three sole Balenciagas. Never. I'm fucking with the red ones. That's you. 
fucking with the brother. Shout out to my and, nigga. And I'm Corey not Stockton. gonna lie, a part of the allure is the fact that them shits is like fifteen hundred, and them shits is Balenciaga, and them shits look different. They I got, think that's what the key is looking different. I think that's what motherfuckers. How can you look for. different if everybody got them? Because it's a trend. Shit. Everybody got Jordans, my nigga. More people could spend 200 to 250 on some kicks than 1500 Me, I could buy $1,500 sneakers, but there's none that I like. None. 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 I seen a pair, I seen a pair of Gucci loafers that I was going to buy, and I ain't buying them because they only had them in a the size 12. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason I ain't buying them. I'm not buying nothing crazy, man. Like, I, I've, I've seen some Balenciagas that was hard. That mm. looked like regular sneakers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Them was twelve, thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, I'm some of that shit is like way too crazy. Again, call me the old nigga. But some of that shit is just way too crazy, man. Like, it don't even be the money, man. Be like, yo, that shit is really terrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, that's like you rocking some of this <laughs> dumb shit they got. Like, the nigga tried niggas tried to bring back the Jodeci see-through raincoats. Oh wow! You know what I'm saying? Niggas like, oh man, this is a uh, Chanel. I don't give a fuck what that is, nigga. That shit look horrendous. Was it ugly? It was bad looking. Obviously, only a certain type of nigga could wear that. Like, I don't think no nigga could wear that. <laughs> I don't think no nigga could wear. And this is not a shot to any of these people because I like their music. It's just their style sense is crazy. Like since I ain't even since y'all think I'm hating, Russell Westbrook. Uh, that nigga goes above and beyond when it comes to this fashion shit. Now, some shit is fashionable and some shit is just I would say <laughs> I was I I guess I would say that's something that's for that person. That's not something, you know, you know, because these guys have more, way more resources than the average. So mm. they have the two grand to go and get a custom fucking whatever Robert Cavalli shirt. With the that looked like a fucking halter top for men. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, nigga yeah. had a fucking a sweatshirt cut at the arms, cut underneath the the whatever you call these shits on a man. Pecs. The pecs and the rest was just open. Now niggas used to dress like that in the eighties. The crop top jerseys. Yeah, man. You know, shout out the t-shirts and shit. No, shout the grandmaster flash. <laughs> but see, them niggas was wilding too because my house wasn't dressing like that. Right, right. Them niggas was wildin' too, right, bro. Right, like niggas right, had a, right, right, yo, right, I, right. I see on um, Ron Isley and them, yo, like from like like in like '79 or some shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck do Ron Isley got on, son? <laughs> the nigga had the leather. The nigga had the wild big curl. But they got mega Me- bitches. bitches. The king of weird and the king of bitches. Shout out to my nigga Prince. Prince. Knew it was going there. I Shout knew it was Prince. going there. I knew Nobody had weird. more bitches than that nigga, and he was the weirdest nigga ever. No, the nigga see the, the soundtrack of Batman. When Batman returned, when Batman came out in 1990, something. That nigga had the ass cheeks out, people. The ass cheeks out, you heard on the video. Y'all think I'm lying? Go look it up. And then Howard Stern, which is the king of motherfucking radio, Howard Stern was on MTV uh movie awards. Flying down at the rafters with the ass out himself. Yeah. Telling you, man, Prince was the king of that weird shit, my nigga. Yeah, and the nigga bad. voice was deep, like the basement. Hello, how you doing? My name is Prince. Nah, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga was crazy, man. God bless me. I'm just so sad, man, that I couldn't really see him because he was supposed to be in Rochester like this year, yo. Like, that shit was crazy. Wasn't he been dead for what? Going on two years? Damn. You know what was even more crazy is that at that time when he died, Future had a mixtape out called Purple Rain, and one of his favorites, um, one of his most popular songs when it was that, I can hear the Perkies calling. I can hear the Perkies calling. And Prince, Ali, you mean, died of opioid overdose. You know what I'm saying? saying. Off the perks. So. Like, I never, I never, I knew Meek had slowed down with the perks, but I never knew he was addicted to him until... He talked about it. He talked about it. Like, I know he said it maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Like, yo, I ain't fucking with the Perkies no more. Because to be honest, when I got shot, that's the only reason why I took my perks. Because mm-hmm. I heard Meek say, yo, she pop a perk. 
He busted it open. I'm like, damn, what me talking about? <laughs> I popped them perks on. I'm like, yo, this shit crazy. And I had to sell them because you can really feel yourself really getting addicted to them shits, bro. Nah, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I didn't know it was like that. So, you know, so this this actually goes out as a shout out to Kanye then. Because, you know, he was talking about his opioid issues and everything oh, like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So this shit, this shit is way realer than what people even think. You know, people... People hear opioid, the first thing they think of heroin. But it's all fucking drugs at the Facts, end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know what? Just, just, just to like elaborate on that, like how you talking about like how everybody in the hood be like, oh, the hair on some white people shit. You know what I'm saying? But in the hood, niggas is all perks. Same shit. Same opioids shit. is is, a, is affecting same, everybody. Same thing, man. It's, it's same all shit. everything is all in pill form, bro. That's a whole fact, bro. That shit really just put things in perspective. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, man. So, you know, shout out to Kanye, man, you know. But I think they treat niggas different, though. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course. You're a white kid from the birds, you get caught with some boy. You know what I'm saying? It's a little different than a nigga in the hood that get caught with a bag of pills. They ain't treated the same. You know what I'm saying? One is one is a victim, the other is a is a is a victimizer or a monster, is what they Trump like. And I, and I never and I never understood that shit when Trump said that shit, like, yo. People that sell drugs deserve life in prison? What? What kind of drugs are you talking about, Mr. Trump? Oh, those drugs that you used to let people do in front of you at your hotels in the 80s and 90s. Mm. We used to party with all the motherfucking superstars and shit like that. I wanted to fucking ball at Trump Towers and go to fucking Atlantic City and shit like that to all these Trump spots and shit like that. And I was like... I could say I'm not with it, but that's not going to take him out of business because people still freak with his fucking, uh, uh, you know, his, his establishment. His establishment. Like fact, I, yeah, so let me sorry. ask you that. I was planning a, a trip to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And one of the places that popped up to stay was a Trump hotel or casino. Now, would him being who he is and being in presidency, would that prevent you from staying at a luxurious Trump hotel? Now that I'm older and I really look Look at the glass half motherfucking full? Nope. Mm. Not at all. Like if I go to New York and I had the money to stay at Trump's house, I would. Mm. Right now. Mm. You know that's not really going to affect whether he's in business or not. Not at all. Even, even, even with them giving all his business endeavors to family and friends because he can't run anything while in his presidency, mm-hmm. I'm still go because... Let's be honest. Anybody looking? Trump hotels are still five star. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid motherfuckers. I'm, just, I'm going. I'm going. I don't know what anybody else is doing. Fuego's going. But since we're talking about Fuego, since we started talking about trap, and since we've been talking, then Fuego is just a host on this, this fucking compilation with a lot of dope-ass rappers, you know, uh, presented to you by High Rank Entertainment. Oh, First yeah. of all, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Malik Malkayor. Shout out to Corey Trappin. Shout out to Eastside A. Trap Talk 2. Yes, sir. Hosted by Vinny Fuego. It's coming to you bitches real motherfucking soon. I think I'm about to do the drops today. You know, hopefully if my man got time, you know, he's been on the phone since we've been recording. That's just a busy man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? That's just a busy guy, man. You know, but uh, it's a lot of dope artists on there. Um... Shout out to Class Murder. That's a BGM TCF. Uh, he got his new video out. What is it? Airbnb. You know, shout out to them fellas. You know, I see what y'all doing. Well, we got a little Luwap. Shout out to Gold House. We got my boy Dini on there. You know, shout out TCF. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Zan Marino. Zan Marino. Trap Gang Buddy. Spark Jetson. Beast Boy Nino. Uh, 500 Chizzy. What is, what's his son's name? Uh, Son, son is pretty nice too. I like the nigga. Uh, Flames dot Malik. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shan, Shan Benz. Aquafina. Aquafina. Yeah, she already doing her thing though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout to her and shit like that, man. It's, 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 they got a. How did you feel about um everybody doing this? Uh, who run it? Hate it. It's, it's Is it getting really watered down? It's been watered down for a month or so, sir. Shout out to Herbo for doing that shit. Shout out to 3-6. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to 3-6 Mafia. You know what I mean? 
the innovators of that whole shit. Shout out uh, Black Boy JB because I think he sounds Memphis. I think he sounds 3-6. I think he sounds Juicy J. I think he sounds Project Pat. I think he sounds Crunchy Black. You know what I'm saying? I think he sounds Ghetto Boo. You know what I'm saying? I'm only going to stay because it's 10 minutes left. I say this with a disclaimer. Shout the black boy JB, young black man getting, you know what I'm saying, uh, getting out of the ghetto, getting out of his situation, making a bad situation good, making money to provide for him and his family. Right. What is going on? I see what it's going Yeah, you know where this is going. The song with Drake, what, what is it called? Look Alive. Look Alive. Pretty decent. Yeah. I like Drake's part. I like the hook. Yeah. I even like Black Boy's cadence in his verse. Yeah, okay. Now, his follow-up single, he should do what he's saying in his song to the engineer and to his rhyme book for that. What, Shoot? Shoot. You know, Shoot came out first. Shoot came out before Look Alive. Well, that's terrible. Shoot is the shit that got him the Drake feature. Like, that shit blew him up. That dance is what did it. It's the dance. It's the dance. The dance. That shit is terrible. I put that on Instagram. Y'all niggas should go on my timeline, nigga, from last month. It sounds 36, though. Nobody else coming from Memphis is sounding like that. Let's be real here, man. Uh, DJ Paul and Juicy J actually can rap. He can't. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. But we ain't saying Juicy's the best. I think he's in the same caliber as a DJ Paul or a Juicy J. Yo, man, Matter of Opinion Podcast. That's at what I believe. I think he's lyrically tell, capable. Someone tell doing Corey every, he's everything funny. that Juicy J and them niggas is doing. And he makes his own, and he produces. He'll make all his own beats, but just like Juicy J, he make beats. Somebody tell Corey Trapper he's fucking bugging, man. Bro. Somebody call, tell Corey Trapper he's bugging, please. please. He has, listen, his, his, his verses are quotable. You remember them. You remember shit that he say. It's like, and it sounds Memphis. The shit sounds Memphis. Yo, this nigga trying to tell me I'm live. Black people. Boy JB. He trying to tell me Memphis. Black Boy JB and Juicy J is in the same category. Yes, yes, yes. Man, All day, every that. day of the year. I can't. Black Boy JB shit is trash. Besides the song with Drake. Let's be real. That shoot no. shit is trash. First of all, the shoot shit is trash. Shoot is not nigga. trash. It's dude is not trash. People fell in love with his personality. His cadence. He has a, ca- a great cadence. He has quotables okay. that people remember. Let me ask Corey, you better and he you. sounds Memphis. Black Boy J sounds Memphis. So so what so what do Yo Gotti sound then? Yo Gotti sounds Memphis, but he don't sound that. Well, what, like, do, what, what do what do Young no, Dolph sound? Young Dolph don't sound Memphis to me. What about Money Bad? I mean, he sounds Memphis, but it's a newer Memphis. Black Boy J B is a throwback. Throwback. Listen, yeah, Moneybag Yo sounds like okay. Kevin Gates. Get out of here. What? No. Anybody Don't do Kevin listen, Gates like that. Listen, first of all, I like Kevin Gates and I like Moneybag Yo. I like I like Moneybag. I like Kevin Gates. They have two totally different uh, 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 subject matter. They use two totally different vocabularies, but their voices, their cadences sound the same. Moneybag Yo and uh, Kevin Gates sound very similar. I'm not the first to say it. And no, Money Bag Yo don't necessarily sound Memphis. He don't. What's the Memphis sound, Corey? The Memphis sound is the three six sound. They're the first. Oh shit! Oh shit! We talking about that shit right now, bro. We talking about that. This shit nigga right now, just bro. fucking said he's trying to justify this black boy shit. That nigga ass, bro. What? I'm about to tell you Put right on now. Your playlist. Listen, black he's not boy JB. Listen, black he. Black Boy JB sounds like that throwback traditional Memphis <laughs> sound, bro. That ghetto boo. That oh, J, okay. Now he's now you're that right. Crunchy black. Yeah, you now now you're right. The nigga sounds like Crunchy Black, and you know what? Crunchy Black was trash. Crunchy Black was listen. Crunchy. Black he was, was the dancer. dancer. He was a dancer. He was the dancer. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. Where would you get the buck buck chicken heads? You wouldn't get none of that without him. Just like Black Boy I mean, that's JB. Probably like Pat, but that's still the he's same. entertaining. He's very entertaining, bro. We need but it. he's trash. He's not man. trash. Come on, son. He's not helping the coach. We had your front door like we did delivering. Hey, yo, listen. That's the only Three, bar six, you got out of that. And that's not from shoot. That's not from shoot, people. Is that the only bar he got out of that? Listen, that that's the only song that's decent. That new shit he got, Rover. Pull up in the... Oh, that shit go hard. Listen, he's not better than Uzi I'll Bird. fuck with... 
ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna say who's better than who. I'm saying. I fuck with Black Boy. You know what I'm like saying? Uzi. I fuck with Uzi. I like, uh, but Uzi don't got lyrics. Uzi don't got no lyrics, bro. Uzi has no lyrics. You have to listen to Uzi. I listen to Uzi. That's why I, I listened to so Uzi long. before he got on. That's why it took me so long to like him. Because I have to listen to his songs three times. Any song I ever heard from Lil Uzi, I have to listen to it three songs. Three bro, times. I listened to Uzi. I liked Uzi before he even got on. When he had Motorola. When he had Dej Loaf. You heard them songs? This is before he even got on. So I fuck with Uzi. But hey, <laughs> today's Uzi Vert has no lyrics, bro. It's all vibe. It's all feeling. It's all production. And, all right, and so this is what we're going to do. I give you three people. Okay. Who you taking? And they all from Memphis. We got Youngster, Moneybag, Black Boy. Who's your, who's your first... And then who's your second choice? Um, this nigga's biased, B. I'm about to say, I'm about to take, I'm taking Youngster. I'm taking Black Boy, then I'm taking Money Bag. Yo, Black Boy and, and Black Youngster is entertaining as fuck, and they're going to bring that bag. Black, yo. Regardless of people like their music, people are going to come to see them for who they are. Youngster, I like his personality, but he also be saying something. Youngster be saying, that's why I take Youngster first. I will listen to Youngster because I have and I do listen to him. But at the end of the day, it's like this. <laughs> that nigga Black Boy JB is trash. He's not trash, And, and this is, and Gotti, didn't Gotti co-sign him? Yeah. Didn't Gotti the one Gotti co-sign him? co-sign him. Gotti plugged him in, right? Yeah. Shout out to Gotti, you know. CMG and all that. Maybe Gotti, Gotti is a um, he's a visionary. He got three superstars over there. If Black Boy is, so I know Black Boy is, is co-signed by them niggas. I don't and know Black by. Boy is going crazy with these future features. Got a Lil Pump feature. He got a Tay K feature. Tay K locked up. He's locked up. Yeah. Drake, uh, Twenty One Savage. This nigga is going up. This so, nigga's going me, up. Tell me somebody he got a, a, a feature with with Boss. He got him and Gotti got signed. Not that I know of, but that shit he got with 21 Savage got it in the video. Yes, yeah, that's the big homie. Yeah, you know what I mean? Shit, man. Little Punk, I don't listen to that fucking guy, man. But what he got besides Gucci Gang? Oh, Lil Punk, I've been on, um, what is it, Travis is Elementary? Selling Bricks is Elementary? I don't know. Shit. Elementary is what the song is called. I don't know. <laughs> it's called Elementary. I don't know. Like his bars. Very ABC, one, two, three. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like I tell niggas, man, all the. Out of all the new school niggas from Atlanta, the nigga that's spitting that pain besides trouble, Thugger. Thugger, Thugger is on my list now. I fuck with Thug. Ah man, Lucci, Lucci, Lucci spitting pain, spitting shit. Lucci saying some shit. Hey, you talking about shit? Lucci saying some shit. So you talking about pain? I fuck with Lucci. So you trying to tell me Lucci? Not fucking rich homie though. He not fucking rich homie. Rich homie not a new nigga. Oh, you talking about new niggas? New niggas. Rich homie is nice. Yeah. He's like, Rich Homie is what made me start listening back to ATL rappers that's outside of the GZs and the TIs. Okay, okay, like the okay, underground okay, okay, niggas. Okay, okay, okay. Rich, because Rich Homie can rap. Like, Facts. really rap. Not as a fact. You know what I'm saying? And I really was fucking with Homie. His new mixtape, shout out to Eastside A. This shit is tough. His one that he came out with a few months ago, that was decent too. Mm-hmm. But niggas was like, oh, he, he cut the dreads off like he's trying to come back. Yeah, he's trying to. Reinvent himself, like, cause that's what niggas started like, and I'm like, yo, when he he bugged me out when he doing all this hit the quan the tight pants. He was, I'm like, he was That's when his, his career was kind of like, you know how I be. I don't. You know how I be. Niggas Listen, be I, underground, then they start their career started to catapult, they get more commercial. Hey, yo, you know what I mean, they get tempted to do different shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, but that's what I'm saying, like about the Gunner thing. Like Gunner got some decent music too, man. Him and Lil Baby, like Lil Baby got some decent shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. I ain't saying I'm about to go and dress like them though, cause they mind is altered. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is, man. Like, bro, it's like when you at the when you at the cusp of this shit, like you got you, you got to start wearing tight. You got to think, just like you said, we in Rochester, so the, by the time the music get here, the shit done already been popping for three, four, five months. These niggas got bread, so they up here like. As far as club wise though, because nowadays, bro, like you could be on the music just as hard as like the person that's from Atlanta. Cause you'll know, cause you but just not have the whole to, city, though. No, no, of course not the whole city. Because you have to follow these people. That's just like 
Um, shout out to my girl Janine, man. Her, you know what I mean? Shout out to her and her husband. But yo, she put me on the Ludacris before Ludacris even got signed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit that his first album, I heard that shit four months before it came out. Wow. Cause she was living in Florida. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the same shit with the fashion, yeah, though, bro. The fashion. Wow. Just like you, just just like you like, no matter where you go, no matter what store you go to, all the jeans is pretty much gonna be the same style of cut. Yeah. My nigga, two, three years. The shit that we wearing is gonna be the shit that the stars is wearing right now. The shit that we saying is weird and all bugged out because it's what everybody gonna be making. Hey yo, man, matter of opinion podcast, Corey Trapper, <laughs> Vince Fuego, Fuego, Thorn, Basty, so man, it got real heated in here.